It's so. He's back in the race. He's God. back in it. The first first time I've legitimately been afraid of just like I don't know if podcasts are rated like R to like NC seventeen, but I think we I think we right. just crossed that threshold. So many visuals. In, Matt, in God. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to the most awesome and brandana sports podcast coming at you as we always do. And we have a dynamite episode 50 coming at you. We just turned 50. Guys, subscribe. Leave five stars. Tell a friend. We'd really appreciate that. Is that too much to ask? Do it. Hit us up at Podcast at gmail.com. I'm Brandana, and with me, as always, the talent, most awesome. Yes, sir. I am excited for this podcast, my friend. What is going on, M.A.? You know what I got to tell you? What do you got to tell me, bro? uh, What do you got to tell me? I was was basically told I was old earlier today um, by by a young kid. I went to a career fair, not to get a job, but to find somebody for the the company that I work for. And one kid was telling me, this one college-aged kid was telling me about how he worked uh, as a security guard. And he was talking about all the acts that he worked for. And one of them was genuine. And he was like, "Yeah, he's like that guy's like super old." And I was like, "Oh man, genuine." I remember, I remember, I remember my po- like that pony song. Yeah. <laughs> when I was in like high school, like early college, and you're like, "That dude is ancient." Can you sing so me gotta... a little, sing me a little bit of that pony song, bro? How'd it go? It's, uh, sorry, it's not oh. ringing any bells. Let me hear it. <laughs> Acapella style is like, <laughs> yeah. "If you want it, I got it." That's all I got. Right. Okay, that's all it. Okay. Right. Yeah. I, I didn't even miss the hook, oh, baby. Didn't... My pony. Didn't even get to the pony part, which you're talking about. I know. Uh, well, I got bad news, brother. You are old. But don't let it bother yeah. you. Our podcast is older than we are. Turning 50 this episode. That's right. 50, 50 brother. 50 in the bank. That's that. All right. Episode 50. This is our Valentine's Day episode, guys. Exactly. Uh, we have a jam-packed episode 50 coming at you. We're doing rip from the headlines. We're doing NBA shake-em-ups. We're going to do the MAB dating game. Map maker, map maker, make me a match. Uh, yeah, a little, <laughs> little special treat for this Valentine's Day episode. Then we're going to do the Neapolitan Showdown. We're talking worst things about dating. Uh, then we're going to finish, as we always do, with our MVP of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, your hour of power starts now. Extra, extra, read all about it. I'm talking front page story all over the world. It shook up men, women, boys, and girls. The headlines read, if you want to be rich, then you better make sure that you got your shit. Oh, come on. All right, ripped from the headlines. We're doing NBA shake ups Why are we talking about that this week, brother? We're talking about it because the trade deadline has just occurred, and, and we have uh, lots of trades in the mm. NBA and a lots of... Uh, Lots of shakeups here that's happening, and we're going to kind of cut through the weeds and see who we liked and who we didn't. Okay, I did hear a little stat that this was, uh, like, this year has passed, surpassed, like, uh, all trade years in the past. So it seems like each year the NBA kind of keeps breaking that its own record of how many trades are going down. Uh, just kind of looking across right. the league and the landscape, um, give me a couple shocks on moves that were made, and then why don't you give me a couple of moves that you thought might have been made, because I have some ideas on that that nothing really happened with. So I think some of the shocking moves that were made, um, like just the Sixers moving on from Markel Fultz, right? I mean, yeah. maybe not, not maybe not just like a big like shocking like oh send ripples, but it's one of those things where this guy was the number one overall pick two years ago, That's... and they are they are moving on from him. They are done, and they send him to uh, the Orlando Magic for Jonathan Simmons, a decent role player, and and a, and a second round draft pick. Yeah, second round. Well, they got. Uh... Yeah, this the second round pick from. Uh, I, I thought there was there wasn't a first involved. I thought there was a first involved that's like a, a Cleveland first or something. No. Oh, let me let me see if I can find it here because yeah, maybe sorry. maybe maybe everyone has to maybe everyone has to drink here. No, Getting no, no. it out of the gate early on. Oh God, gotta get. Uh, no, I, I put this. Uh, yeah, yeah. Here, here it is. Uh, yeah, it's a protected 2019 first round pick. Okay. And then a 2019 second round pick. So oh, uh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Who? So who won this trade? Well, I think uh, I don't think anyone. There's a real room. I mean, if, obviously, if Orlando 
can get the Markel Fultz that we That's thought true. of yeah, when he was in when he was 17 years old. I, th- I think it's good, but I, I don't think that Markel Fultz is ever going to come back around. I mean, he's long, he's athletic, but he can't shoot. He's got a crazy shooting form. Yeah. Um, and the in the that's in the long term long term winner. A short term winner is Philadelphia. Like I said, Jonathan Simmons is a good rotation player. Um, he gives um, that DN three presence that they're looking for. He can make a few buckets in, in playoff time. Like for the right now, it's good. Okay, so here's my question: uh, Is this unprecedented? Have we ever seen like a, a first round pick move kind of not a first round pick, like the first overall pick move this quickly right. in his career? Not that I can not. It's going to have to go back in a while to think of a number one overall. I mean, maybe back in the maybe the the 90s, but even like Joe Smith, we talked about Joe Smith out of Maryland. Like he kind of bounced around and he was a bit of a bust. But I don't even think even like after his second year in the league that they moved on from him. Um, you know, you had Anthony Bennett, who was uh, a few years ago was the number one overall pick out of UNLV for the Cavs. He was a bit of a bust, but I don't even think that they moved on from him. I think they just, after his, his rookie deal, they just they just cut him loose, um, which is about three, four years in. So it's one of those things where, yeah, it's it's a bit unprecedented for a number one over, overall pick, especially when you lay on top of that the fact that the Sixers traded with the Celtics mm-hmm. and basically gave up Jason Tatum, who is an all-star, maybe potential top 30, 35 player in the league, and uh, – and they did it all for Markel Fultz. I mean, what 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 would their landscape have been if they, had they taken Jason Tatum to match and pair with Simmons? I mean, they wouldn't have even had to have made the, the Tobias Harris trade or maybe even the the Jimmy Butler trade if they had Embiid, Jason Tatum, and and Ben Simmons, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. So, is there any chance? Like, what do you think the chances of Fultz coming back to, like? Let's not even talk like true full form. Like, not that we even really saw that in the NBA right. at all. Like, but just kind of, I don't know, living up to some of the potential. Or is he like, because all of a sudden, you know, some of the whispers are and have been that like it's psychological. And sometimes, you know, you see this in player. I, I don't think so much in basketball. I don't really remember it, but just getting the yips or whatever. And it just kind of like yeah. dominates you in career is never the same. Like, I, and it probably, it's one of those things I feel like would just keep compounding itself. Like the more you don't feel yourself coming back, the more deeper you get. And then it's just over. Is that what we're, what's going on here? Yeah. I think there's, I think there's a little bit of that. I think he's, I think even back when he was in his AAU days and going to Washington, like there was a, there was a notion that he just was not having fun that he knew that this was a business and he was trying to, you know, get into the NBA, make some money, but he really didn't like it. And uh, it's one of those things where it's, it's, it might've been too much pressure too early and thinking he has to be something and then just mentally something just fractures and that's it. Yeah. And I think it's some of these mistakes also, it's just like in your, you know, your kind of representations, like your family or like you keep it like all kind of insular. And I, I think that kind of work against you. Right. I love that this, the, the, the most anticipated trade, uh, deadline of the last recent memory, and we're we're deep deep on Markel Fultz. Yeah, but that just goes to show you how deep this was. Well, it, it was deep, but it, but it's like that's fascinating, right? Like it's just kind of yeah. what's fascinating about it is just the trajectory of this player's career that we're watching yeah. in full time because it looked like you know seventy sixers made that move and it's just like oh shit they're stacked, but we have like you know we have uh, a Ben Simmons that's not pulling up and shooting enough. I mean we right. have probably arguably the best player in the league. I think. Both you and I had him somewhere in our top three list on the players under 25 that we'd want like 10 years from now. And then, yeah, I, yeah. I think, uh, and then a Jimmy, you know, Jimmy Butler. I, I don't know. I, I felt like the 76ers were were close, but, you know, they keep taking like weird steps that kind of aren't panning out, like the, the Butler yeah. thing, the Fultz thing. I mean, if I, if I was to rate a team that was, if, we're, if, if we want to get into losers, we can get into it a little bit deeper. But the 76ers are the ones that I think, you know, I'm kind of very confused as what they're doing. I mean, they made a move for Tobias Harris, but what they gave up and and everything that they're doing, it just seems like are are they really are they really going to be a contender in the Eastern Conference? Yeah, I mean, they is, have the players yeah. to do it. I kind of think about that. I know we'll jump into this on the Celtics thing because I have uh, I don't want to surprise. I don't want to give it away, but I have a question to close with that the Celtics kind of show up on. But it's also like mm-hmm. uh, Celtics are kind of like that to me. I mean, I know like um, Kyrie. Uh, will be a free agent and maybe it's kind of whispers that he won't stay there like uh, is he gonna go to the knicks like what's gonna happen Uh, and they have like they just stockpiled all this you know these picks and it seemed like one of the smartest and like the 76ers like trust the process like celtics are kind of right in that Mm -hmm. i'm just making super smart moves but it's you know it's it's hard to get a vibe it's just like are they playing to win now or are they playing to win later and it kind of seems to seesaw back and forth yeah 
Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing is, is what they gave up, <clears throat> excuse me, what they gave up for Tobias Harris or the Clippers, um, who I think unquestionably the Clippers won for agency. I mean, it, you can, you can, I have them and the Bucks as the two biggest winners, but they gave up, I mean, they gave up a young guy in Landry Shamet, who's a good rotation player, Wilson Chandler, Mike Muscala, but they gave up a 2020 first round pick. That 2021 first-round Miami pick, which Miami, if the wheels fall off, I mean, that's that's going to be a lottery pick that they gave up for essentially a guy, Tobias Harris, who is a – you know, is an all-star. He was a piston. I liked, I liked Tobias Harris, Mm. but just how he fits in with a ball dominant Simmons, a ball dominant Butler. And then obviously Embiid who needs his touches. Like he's, he's, he, he needs, you know, I mean, Harris needs touches to get scores to be an effective basketball player. And I just don't know, you know, there's only one ball. How, how, how are we going to get everyone their touches? And if you've got a, a moody player like Embiid and you've got a moody player like Jimmy Butler, like how is he going to mesh in with that whole vibe, right? Yeah, yeah, it's really – just got a mystery. Let's jump over to uh, Grizzlies and Toronto trade. The Grizzlies uh, sent Marcus All to Toronto. Uh, yeah. Grizzlies, in exchange, get uh, – uh, who, who am I missing? Miles Wright, uh, 2024 second-round pick. And uh, Valenciennes? Uh, Jonas Val- Valanciunas. Yeah, yeah. Um, and was it Delone Wright? Is that what you said? It was, yeah. Yep, Delone Wright, yeah. So um, this is – I like this deal. This is a bit interesting. Is this for... a little bit like the, like the the door is open on the east since there's no more going through Cleveland anymore, and so now like, right. everyone's just trying to make their stab at it? Right. Yeah, no, I, I think so. I think this is a good move. I mean, obviously Memphis wanted to move Gasol and Connolly. They weren't able to do either, so they were um, – or, or both, I should say. Yeah. So they were able to just move one. Um, I was really hoping, and there was a big rumor that Connolly was going to go to Detroit, but that didn't happen. But they, they got rid of Gasol, and they moved him to a contender, I think, which was what Gasol wanted. And they got some decent players, and then that 2024 second-round pick, which second-round picks now have this immense amount of value just because of the flexibility it gives them in the in the draft. But – from a Toronto standpoint, I like the deal because they have Marcus Gasol, who's an excellent passer, can shoot the three a little bit, and I think like where he can operate in that elbow and that high paint area is an area of need for them. I, I read a stat where that the Toronto Raptors are like 28th in, in in possessions that like go in through the elbow that like pass through the elbow. Yeah. And Marcus Hall, that's his that that's where he catches the ball. Like a lot of his operation is right in that high post operation. So having a Pascal scheme who can like cut and move off of um, off of Gasol, having uh, Lowry in, in high pick and roll situations, and then having the flexibility with Serge Ibaka, who's who's playing well, gives him a lot of flexibility, at least as I can see it. And if not anything, they can still continue to bring because uh, they could talk Gasol to bring him off the bench and giving him like 25 solid minutes off the bench and he's an excellent one-on-one post defender so if you're going up against the 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 76ers in 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 Embiid or you're going up um against any team like uh that that really runs it through the post you know he's a good defender to really to really match up when they're in the playoffs that's okay so the thing I wanted to uh, does this affect Kawhi's chances of staying in Toronto at all yeah, I mean, I, it's interesting, right? I mean, yeah. he said that he really wants to go play in L.A. The Clippers, this is where they're they're move moving Tobias Harris. I mean, they knew that they he wasn't going to resign with them, freeing up some cap space. I mean, this is where they can make an attractive offer. Um, it's interesting. I, I if they can make a deep run in the playoffs and maybe they can get to the finals, I think maybe they have an outside chance of keeping Kawhi. Mm-hmm. But they they got to go through Philly. They got to go through the Celtics to get there, and and uh, or and excuse me, I mean even forgetting the Milwaukee Bucks. They got to get through the Bucks. The Bucks have will have home court advantage. Um, if the playoffs were starting today, they have a home court advantage and have the best the best ish record, depending on the what losses right now in the league. Yep. Any trade I didn't talk about that you want to hit on real fast, brother? Yes, I do want to talk about. All right, the, all right, simmer, <laughs> relaxer. 
Relax. I you're going to talk, talk about what you want to talk about. Just I want to talk about Giannis. I was like, anybody Giannis want dessert? Is... And I pulled out some popsicles. And you mauled me and took them all. All right, what are you? Giannis. <laughs> Let's talk, buddy. Giannis and the Bucks. I'm loving this Miritich trade that they made. Yeah. Um, with the Pelicans. Pelicans getting some value, getting some some younger players. Um, I love the fact that they get Miritich. Miritich, when he got traded from the Bulls to the Pelicans, when Boogie went down um, and it was just Anthony Davis, they paired him up, and he was an assassin. He killed it, and that's when the Pelicans last year went on a little bit of a run and and, and freed up freed up um, Anthony Davis. Well, let's now take that same equation and then move him over to the Bucks, where they've got they've got shooters in and Chris Middleton, Bledsoe. Brogdon, and now you've got this stretch four in Miritich, and you basically you're playing four out or even five out with Giannis, and Giannis is your guy that that's going to go work in the middle of the, of the floor in the paint. I mean, this dude, this is like an unbelievable, and you can't leave to help. Who do you who do you send to help on Giannis? Yeah, any one of their number of shooters. I mean, I just think this makes them a it's an underrated move that I think makes them a real lethal element in the in the uh, East, where like we've said. There's not, there's not the Cavs. You're not going through LeBron anymore. Yeah, that's why we call you the talent, brother. Uh, yeah, great breakdown. So I guess that is kind of all those moves, the Pelicans. So real fast, give me the breakdown of why the Pelicans do this. I do want to tie it into Anthony Davis obviously doesn't move. Uh, right. No big shocker there. Like kind of all, you know, glad I didn't put down that Lakers bet that I talked about back in episode 48. <laughs> like it's not quite the same <laughs> if he's not going there. So that kind of brings, oh God, I did want to get in this. You texted me a little like conspiracy theory thing that like uh, some Lakers like trade shit was leaked just to get the Lakers to like do a bunch of moves and then just kind of sit there empty handed. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is, is that, um, that they were, that they were talking about the front office people were talking about that the Pelicans were trying to, to basically leak all this information about there about the Lakers to really kind of fuck them over um, because they were, you know, they were trying to pull the strings from the back end with, you know, LeBron James and Rich Paul and then Anthony Davis now signing with that. I mean, they weren't just going to let this go, you know, as a foregone conclusion. And Dell Demps, you know, I, if I'm the Lakers, I mean, this is the worst possible situation, right? Yeah. yeah. You, 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 you lose everything. You you fracture a team that has yeah. like budding superstars for what for nothing and you're still gonna have to wait until June and basically go through this learning curve all over again. I mean it's if if I'm everyone else in the league I'm kind of silently happy that this is the way it played out right. Yeah, that's kind of the biggest thing is like you kind of overlook the like just uh you need and. I thought they brought up a good point. I was listening to a little bit of uh, Bill Simmons kind of talking about yeah. uh, with Ryan Rosillo, and they talked a little bit about just like, and it was a good point. Like I thought they brought up just, you know, there was just kind of this magic and energy and they were kind of figure it, figuring it out in Los Angeles. Like last year it was just this young team that like played good D and just like were excited and you kind of saw that vibe on the bench. And now LeBron comes in and he just looks like, you know, uh, you're just trying to break us all up and you're just like, you come in here, like your word say goes and just, you know, kind of having that camaraderie, just kind of that, team right. that needs to gel like is needed like especially he, in hoops with five of you and it's just yeah and he did he did this last year with the Cavs where he just yeah. at the deadline it's like nope send this guy this guy this guy and it's like all right man like lebron the player is you know probably the second third best player of all time yeah. lebron the gen general manager is not that fucking great like he's not that good like he has to relinquish some of that control and let the basketball people do some basketball stuff because he's clearly not making – I mean, they killed – you know, we, we talked about – they talked about it with Kevin Love when they got him in, in Cleveland, right? I mean, they, they, yeah. he killed Kevin Love. They killed all of them. And he just has this history, this wake of everyone that gets, you know, caught in there with him just kind of getting chewed up. Unless you're Dwayne Wade or even Kyrie Irvin because Kyrie Irvin hit a big shot to win the, the – their Cleveland title, like those two guys are the only ones that really remain unscathed out of that, you know, out of yeah, that history maybe. of and, and, yeah, and that that Kyrie Irving LeBron James relationship ain't healthy, right? Exactly, and it's just a weird thing, and so it's like it is one of those things where uh, you know the Celtics like because we even we even I even tweeted it out on Instagram. Paul said at MAB Sports underscore Sports that um you know that when when Davis right before the treadline came out with his four teams that he wanted to be either with the Bucks, the Clips, the Knicks, or the Lakers, 
And I was like, oh, this is really bad for that Celtics future that we I think we talked about in 48. Yeah. But now that it's come and gone, I now I actually sit pat on that bet again because clearly Dell Demps and the, and the Pelicans are not going to just acquiesce to whatever Davis's terms are. They're going to look out and find the best best deal possible. Absolutely. So I still, I still very much think that Boston's in – Boston – silently by not doing very much has was the probably third biggest winner in free agency and that's my segue to the closing question that i wanted to answer for who won the 2019 free agency or uh, 2019 trade deadline of the nba uh i went with the boston celtics uh for what you're talking about right there because they are back in the hunt for probably what's going to be the biggest free agent of this summer 2019 Right. I, I like that. I like um, an unsung hero. I love the Clippers. I love the Clippers making Clip, moves. Yeah. G- g- collecting that 2021 Miami pick is going to be a, a huge pickup for them, especially when the I think they've got like $59 million in cap space. You know, and then so you can get Kawhi. You can you're in L.A. You, they've got a good organization, a good owner. Like if I'm a Clips fan and you've got, you know, some young pieces around you, I'm, I'm pretty excited. And then my most immediate winner is the Bucks. I, I love that Miritich trade. Ladies and gentlemen, this man has three children, a loving wife, works all week, takes care of them, and still has a finger in the pulse of what the fuck's going on. I just want to thank Trying you, to, baby. the talent, for being uh, the talent. You ready to go to a new segment, bro? I'm, let's let's bring out some Dayton people. Let's make some connections, baby. <laughs> bring us to that jam. When the truth is found to be. Dating game, Mad Maker, Mad Maker, make me a match. That's right, breaking a little bit outside of our comfort zone for our Valentine's Day episode. Uh, we have a Mabette here in the studio that is, uh, you know, looking for love, hoping Cupid Arrow strikes her. We think most awesome. Oh, I think it's it's finally high time that we got a official no mabber that's a female in here and match her up with the male no mabber that's out there find a little mab degrees of uh, connection that's right that's what we're doing just bringing no mabbers together so what we're going to do right here is we're going to introduce her she's going to go through and ask eight questions to our gentlemen suitors our no mabbers and then she's going to see which one kind of sounds like the best odds and then i'll set those odds and they'll go out and they'll have a drink <laughs> around the street while we do the uh, neapolitan showdown we'll come back and report how it's done uh mabette uh can you tell us a few things about yourself hey first of all thanks for having me on the show i love you guys so much i tune in every week um yeah a huge fan <laughs> okay a uh, little bit about me yeah so i have been single for a few months now, and it all kicked off with a recent trip to Europe, which I felt very free and adventurous and want to continue doing that. Uh, but finding someone to go with me next time would make it a little bit more fun. Oh, so. There you go. Yeah, need a little sugar mabber. <laughs> there you go. Sugar how, many, how many people in uh, Europe did you tell about our podcast, Mabat? Just Ooh. out of curiosity. At least 17, but that was just the first night. There you go. Beautiful. I love it. Perfect. All Look right. Look at that. Spreading the word. Okay, well, let's meet. Uh, we have three gentlemen suitors. Uh, some of you will recognize from past episodes or maybe uh, little segments we do. Let's introduce ourselves. Suitor number one. Hey, guys. My name is Kyle from Kansas. Live here in Brooklyn the last six years. Looking forward to this. That's right. That's the O-Pup. And uh, oh, who's, oh. Our, who's our no-mabber number two? Uh, my name's Kyle as well, but you can call me Smith. Uh, I've been in Brooklyn for four years, originally from Kansas, but I also lived in L.A. for ten years. Oh, look at that, a little Kyle sandwich. Maybe double down, just give me all the Kyles you have available. <laughs> no-mabber number three, is your name Kyle as well? Oh, my God. Is that your real voice? Can't <laughs> 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 like, you talk like a human being? And uh, that, my, go ahead. Yeah, let's hear it. My name is Danny, sure. and uh, yeah, I'm a bit... Big fan of the show. Yes. Okay, thanks. Means <laughs> nice. means means a lot. Uh, so enthusiastic. Really, really sold Sounds us. Genuine. Yeah, exactly. 
Uh, okay, well, let's hit some questions. Uh, we're going to go through, like I said, eight or as many as we kind of have time for, as the clock says. Uh, and then you all go through the answer. We'll start with a different one each time. What do you got for the first question, Matt? Okay, here we go. All right, gentlemen. Uh, bachelor number one. An episode of Mab Sports Podcast, episode seven. Most awesome and Brandana talked about their three most ruthless villains. I'm a damsel in distress. If you were a superhero, what is your superpower you use to rescue me? Ooh. I, I would use the Flash's superpower. Um, I, I believe it was only on the network for about a year or so, but <laughs> goddamn, I love that show. And uh, I believe the guy's pretty fast, so if someone's trying to cost you, uh, murder you, rape you, I will be there. Hey. There you go. Way to work rape into a <laughs> yeah. dating game. I like it. Go, going through wow. the checklist, the things you'd prevent, nice. Just to let you know all bases are covered. Uh, exactly. What do you got? Uh, let's go on to Bachelor number two. Oh, the same question. Uh, yeah, same question. Let's see what you got. Uh, I'd probably be Spider-Man and uh, web you in my web of love. <laughs> oh, man. That's, going, that's going disgusting. The, <laughs> I like it. Going the opposite direction of one. You know, some call me the Black Widow. Oh, yes. Ooh, oh a little look at that. Likes the aggressiveness. What do you got for us, Bachelor number three? Oh, my God. What superpower would I use? What was the question? Again, yeah. What superpower would I use to Listen, rescue you? Yeah, I've done some distress over here. Come on. Oh, man. I'm crack, cracking wise till the, till the uh, villain just lets you go, maybe? I don't know. All right. I like it. Which, uh, I feel so wait, safe maybe. with you. What's that? I feel so safe with you. Well, I, or maybe, I don't know. Maybe you could just throw out some more of those single, ready-to-mingle lines. Maybe the, maybe the villain will do himself <laughs> in. You won't have to worry about it. All right, uh, <laughs> shots fired. Okay, next, next question. Uh, well, who, who do we got winning that one? Where, what do you have in the clubhouse right now? Oh, we bachelor I'm number one, bachelor number two, bachelor number three. Gonna have to go with Spider-Man on this one. Spider-Man. Bachelor number two. Spider-Man. Aggressiveness, going to keep you captive himself, and we're going with that with the web. Uh, all right, next question. In Mab Sports Podcast, episode 23, Vandana talks about one of his least favorite people at a restaurant, you know, the guy who hits on everyone. We're out having a drink. One of these types try to make a move on me. How do you let him know he's barking up the wrong tree? Mm. What do you got, Bachelor number three? Oh, man. Uh, reverse order. Um, <laughs> uh, Keep it up, not, Bachelor number three. Like, <laughs> he comes out of nowhere. You okay, have no so time. Just like the guy. All right. So he comes up, and I'm like, hey, pal. Hey, you. Get your... This is not, like, if you want to... Get your hands off her ass right now, buddy. I'm like, if you want to grab anyone's ass, I got an ass right here for you to grab. Grab away. But you're not touching her anymore. That's my lady. There you go. Jumping on there the grenade. Sh- there you player. go. What do you, got, what do you got, bachelor Foxhole. number one? You know, I, I would uh, set him up like, you know, it's a beautiful girl over there, right? You know, ask how he was hitting on her. Let him know. Um, after that, she's not taken. That is my girl. And gently... Buy that guy a drink with her and walk out of there. You know, I'm a gentleman. Oh, like, look at that. Turns I'm not start anything. We're just gonna we're gonna call it cool, you know? Yeah. Maybe uh maybe I'm a cuckold. I don't know. Look at that. Maybe, <laughs> maybe segue a little Mabby hour in there. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. You he hit a hit on Kyle's girl, you get a free drink bought for you. It sounds like a smoking <laughs> deal. What do you got, Bachelor number two? I'd probably pull a scene out of the you know, the movie The Girl Next Door, just be like, Excuse me, sir, and just start making out with my beautiful baby. Ooh. All right, that, that aggressiveness. You have her pinned down with a spider web and just shoving your tongue down her throat. I don't know. We'll see which direction she's going to go. Actually, I'd prefer to just tell him myself that I'm not interested and then continue hanging out with you. Mm, so, exactly. gentlemen, Ooh. we're going to have to sit down and chat about that one. I say right. we move on to the next question. All right, we're going to pass that up with our uh, lady, Nobaber, taking care of business on her own terms. Exactly. Independent Mabat. Yeah, but I need to, Mabber number three, we need to, we need to talk. All right, <laughs> let's uh, let's see if you can uh, toss away a good answer on this one. You overhear someone saying they don't like Mab Sports Podcast. I know, impossible, right? <laughs> yeah, but crazy. you do. So, where do you bury the body? Oh, what? Oh man, are we talking about a suicide? Am I looking in a mirror? <laughs> when this is over. Oh man, burn, toasted. Uh, well, look, Brandon is my friend, and if my friend wants to make a podcast where people can go on and use fake voices and do all kinds of things, like, that's fine. Where do I bury the body? Like, wherever Brandon and, you know, the other guy want me to. Wherever they that's are. right. <laughs> look at that. Thanks. Mabber number, number three. I just want to let you know that this is my real voice. 
No, yep. I wasn't talking about you. I was talking about Bachelor number one. Of and course, Brandon. no, just throwing it out there. Not all voices on here. These are, I'll tell you, dozens and dozens of people listen to this podcast. They know what my voice sounds like. This is a real voice. Right. All right, who, what do you got, Bachelor number one? Where do you bury the body? Well, with us being in New York and specifically Brooklyn, I'm going to go with the East River. Ooh. Imagine there's nice. a Man, classic. With classic. Yeah, yeah. Probably the same color anyway, so. What do you got, Bachelor number two? Well, I like the East River a lot, but I'd probably go mob, mobster style and uh, drive him to the desert, bury him in the desert, and then go play some uh, slots or uh, blackjack at the casino afterwards. Wait, mm. you drive from yeah. here the to deserts the deserts desert. of New York? <laughs> yes. <laughs> driving in circles, lost in Queens. Hey, anybody, which way to the desert? You got directions <laughs> to the desert? Uh, great. Which bachelor are you going with on that one, Bachelorette? Maverick number two. That's so creative and truly, truly entertaining, but so much effort. So Maverick number one, definitely the East River. Maverick number one wins with the actual one that would work probably, that makes the most sense here in New York. <laughs> Agreed. Uh, all right, next question. Um, okay. Uh, we go out for breakfast after a long night of drinking and partying. Obviously, uh, and they and Brandana are having, you know, biscuits and gravy. But what are you getting that I can have nibbles of? Well, we start with bachelor number two on that. Mm. Well, I love me some biscuits and gravy, but I'd probably go uh, eggs Benedict. But instead of the classic ham, I'd go with a medium rare steak and some portobello mushroom and hollandaise sauce. Whoa, hearty breakfast. <laughs> yeah, was there, was there Egg Benedict's anywhere in there? It was just like, you know, put Egg Benedict's on a plate, throw that in the trash can, and then just give me like, you know, a corned beef sandwich and some French fries. Exactly. And it's got to be a ribeye as well. <laughs> Where are we going to breakfast? Yeah. <laughs> sounds like a, the strip house or something. You know, what time do they open? All right, what do right. you got, Bachelor it, number three? Um, the, the, wait, the question is all through me and you are sitting down to breakfast. You said our Brandana and the other guy, they're there as well. I'm just, just saying, <laughs> it's obvious what they're having, and I'm yeah. wondering oh, what okay. you're she's, having. She's, probably, she's, have a she's of. thinking about most of They're not joining us for bit. breakfast, it's just us. We're eating breakfast, correct? Right. Okay. Yes, <laughs> um, I don't know what I have. This is finally a good question, though. A bachelorette, like, you know what? I, my, I respect that. Here's my rule on the food thing with uh, yeah. the perspective of others, like, they don't. I don't mind. They, they can eat anything of mine that they want as long as I can't like see the bite mark. Like it grosses me out if it were like a corn dog or something like or like an ice cream. I don't want to see their bite mark. So as long as the it's bite like, mark out of ice cream, yeah, yeah. I mean, so we've all been there. No corn dogs or uh, ice cream. I can assure you of that. But as long as I can't see your bite mark, you can eat whatever you want. As will I. Soup is your ideal food, then, I guess. I mean, that's absurd. We'd be passing it back and forth. I mean, <laughs> actually, I don't like that, yeah, those couples who are like, oh, give us two spoons. Like, actually, that drives me insane. I don't know. Can't I don't do know that. if I can commit to this breakfast at this time. <laughs> Would lunch be better? What's that? Lunch be better? Yeah, I'm trying to figure it out. Like, what? Like, bachelor number two is <laughs> having a ribeye steak. Bachelor number three is having a corn dog and some soup. Like, right, right. Just like, I'm not sure what breakfast hangouts we're going to. Uh, right. Are there bite marks in lunch? Then I, I'm guessing that's off limits. Denny's, too. Bojangles, where are we eating? All right, bachelor number one, what do you got? Well, you know, she mentioned an all night uh, drinking Ooh. endeavor, so I imagine we're about to go on some kind of a bender. So uh, we're, we're going to step up with a Bloody Mary. Ooh. Then we're going nice. to walk into, you know, kind of a light breakfast, maybe yogurt, parfait, a couple eggs, bacon, you know, $20 meal, I imagine, uh, here in Brooklyn. But um, yeah, we're going to keep it light. Then if she needs a little protein on the back end, and then we're going to appreciate that. Yep. There you go. Nutrition. Fit. Healthy. Salt. Yeah. Bachelor, bachelor number one. When also, are we going? Got to keep it in perspective that he's probably spent all his money at the bars last night. $20 breakfast. Got a 20 or under. Whatever, whatever you give me. Uh, all right. Which bachelor wins that one? Oh, I think it's obvious now. Yeah. Maber number one. Yeah. Maber number one. Maber number one. I think that Maber number three was also equally concerned that we might be out there and he might have to buy <laughs> yeah. our breakfast as well. Yeah, too. he had to make that super clear. It was just, just like, not... so most of and Brandon are not there, right? They're not there. I'm confusing. not into Maber number three's corn dog situation. Yeah, corn dog. Or, well, that's fine. He doesn't want you on his corn dog. <laughs> no bite marks. All right, what, uh, what's our next question? Um, well, first, in now legendary episode 13 of the most awesome and brandana podcast, available on iTunes, leave five stars, email at mapsportspodcast at gmail.com. They talk about the worst people on a plane, and one guy on this list is the one that won't switch seats, so you can sit next to your significant other. Mm. We're on a flight from New York to Vegas to blow off some steam, but our seats are next to each other. What do you do? 
What do you got, Bachelor number two? Uh, I'm usually pretty good at talking people into, you know, doing what I want. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> good to know. And if not, just, <laughs> just pin it down, yeah, down the web. I'm, I'm pretty smooth like that. So I, I'd obviously talk to someone that's in a middle seat, get them out of there. I have to have the aisle seat though. Cause good to know. I do drink a lot on planes cause I get, I get nervous. So uh, I don't, you know, I wouldn't want you, if you had the aisle seat, you'd have to be getting up too much. So I'd have you in the middle seat. We'd lift the middle armrest up. You could rest your Thank head, you. you know, on my shoulder or wherever. And yeah, it'd be perfect. Okay. Mm, Let me nice. know when you go to the bathroom. All right. Bachelor number yeah, one, yeah, what do you I got? got I, I think when I'm first uh, coming on the plane, I, you know, I'd let the stewardess know uh, that we are not sitting by each other. You got to get back up, you know, you got to right. come in. With some infantry, and then uh, mm-hmm. I go confront the fat person sitting in your seat, Ooh, and I uh, let them know that uh, there's a. Did we say fat? <laughs> yeah, I, I imagine, right? Yeah. 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 You went there. So I, oh, so I let, uh, obese. let the gentleman know I have a great window seat in thirteen. Mm. What's that, B or something? You know? Yeah, upsell. Maybe uh, maybe avoid discussing uh, how they look and just go straight for the upsell. Yeah, I'm all right. You buy them a drink also. You're just like, yeah. here's a cocktail. I don't prefer being cut off, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess I'm not the one making the choices here. But uh, other than that, um, so you know, no. you know, I, I get that seat. And we have a great flight. I get her, you know, a little uh, internet connection. We watch um, Anger Management or some terrible movie <laughs> online. I don't Perfect. know. Perfect. Nice. Sexiest, sexiest of all in-flight movies. <laughs> Hot. Uh, all right, Bachelor number three. What's your solve? Okay, so our seat, we're going on this plane to take a trip to blow us from steam. We're not sitting together. What's the problem? I say, I'm actually right. I'm all for that. Let's not let's not get too clingy. Let's not get tired of each other like on the flight. Like, get tired. Don't you want to get started? Well, let's. We're all we're going to be taking. We're blowing off some steam, taking a vacation. We're going to be spending lots of time together. Like plenty of time. Like. Let's just kind of let's get Maybe centered. Let's not get tired of each other alone. before the vacation begins. <laughs> okay. Looking like a two-horse race I right now. I thought you were independent. Oh man. Like we can't, you know. We're gonna get you a suite in Vegas. You can relax. Oh wow. Uh, um, and and then I'm gonna go hang out with uh, Mabber number one. Mabber number one. Yeah. That's right. Watch some uh, hey, watch wait, some Adam Sandler movies. Two not even in this anymore. Uh, all right, let's do. I know I said let's do one last question, and then we will. Uh, yeah, let's do that. Um, it's another food question because it's important. Uh, rank these ice cream flavors: chocolate, strawberry, vanilla. That's right, Mab listeners. Ready a classic, a great question. Classic Neapolitan showdown where it all exactly. came from. There's only one true answer. And then what we'll we'll, uh, we'll hit this question, and then she'll make her decision. They will go off to a drink, Mabby hour. That's right coming out of our pockets and they'll come report after we do the neapolitan showdown all right guys let's rank these ice cream flavors neapolitan ice cream chocolate vanilla strawberry what do you got maber number two uh definitely strawberry vanilla chocolate last you're insane what do you got maber number three <laughs> oh it's gonna be it's just like a woman you, you look at it like it's a woman's body asshole vagina milk comes from the breast so we're, uh, we're talking <laughs> milk or uh, no, chocolate <laughs> strawberry <laughs> vanilla is, he's back in the race he's God. back in it the first, first time I've legitimately been afraid of just like I don't know if podcasts are rated like R to like NC-17 but I think we <laughs> I think we right. just crossed that threshold. So many visuals. Ma- <laughs> God. Uh, Maver number I never, one. I never, I never want to eat ice cream again. God. Uh, no. No, still, well, still want to eat ice cream. You're crazy. I'm going to bring you a little innocence back to this. Thank you. Please, we need it. Balance this thing out. So, you know, uh, my, my parents, my mother in particular, would make me a vanilla milkshake every night with a scoop of little peanut butter. So oh, uh, I got to stay consistent to what I said before on this podcast. You know, I don't want anyone calling me out. M.A. beers. I want no part of that. Sure. So uh, I'm going to go with uh, vanilla strawberry chocolate. Oh, that's right. Sociopath. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I know. Yeah. No, stay inconsistent. You got to respect that. Uh, all right, guys, let's give you one last kind of sign off. You can plead your case or not plead your case in Bachelor Number Three's case. Uh, the ice cream flavor says it all. But... Let's go. Uh, we'll start Bachelor Number One, the Bachelor Number Two, Bachelor Number Three. Just sum it up in three sentences. Why are Mab- Nomab at should pick you? You know, I think uh, 
fun guy here in Brooklyn. We'll go out. We're going to have a good time tonight. Uh, they're obviously going to pick me as a winner. We're going to come back. We're going to be wasted. And, you know, <laughs> let's see where it goes, right? Man. Exactly. Yeah. Home is where the happy hour is with November number one. I <laughs> like on it. on MAB. <laughs> oh, you're in. You're, you're right on brand, brother. Trust yeah, me. You're right at home. Ship tomorrow, so don't worry about it. Oh, I like it. You need yeah. to be like the Andy Richter of our podcast. You might have a feature yeah. with us, Opup. All right, bachelor number two, what do you got? Well, I was hoping to wrap you in my web of love tonight, uh, <laughs> break it open, and uh, you know, see where it goes after that. I think it'd be a great time. But mine's disgusting. Yeah, there's there's about there's like there's like three legit crimes in there, and I think at least one like just like misdemeanor. I don't know. All right, what do you got, Bachelor number three? Look, I feel we might have gotten off to a rocky start. <laughs> And ended. But, I mean, it is as disgusting as everyone thinks my answer is to the last question. At least I'm, that, that is the order. That, I'm the only one here that knows the, the uh, biology of a lady's body. So keep that in mind. Well, he's Excellent. Certainly <laughs> proved it, sir. Exactly. Uh, you know, like I'm sorry. I have to say, I, I really thought that this was a very evident decision based on the winner of each questions. And then the ice cream flavor sort of had it in the bag. But... Um, gentlemen, I, I think I, I think I've changed my mind. What are you oh, going with? Twist. <laughs> Wait, do you want, do you want to lay some wood on this here? Well, Brandana? do you want to, do you want to lay some odds on this? Ooh, some odds. Before, that's nice. Before Mabat, before Mabat, you know, gives us her, her suitor. Okay. So I'm taking, I'm taking, I'm taking out right here. I have taken out the MAB sports podcast credit card ready exactly. to send Mabnesis. to. Let's not, let's not get nuts. Just like one drink a piece. I mean, if you want to do just like a 40 and drink in an alleyway, your decision. I mean, we're, we're pro that exactly. certainly if you'd like to. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to set the odds at, I'm going to do our front horse at, uh, you know, I don't want to sway it a little bit. I don't want to sway it. So we'll talk, we'll talk after it, like right okay. before we go into the showdown. Yeah. I don't want to sway it at all. So let's hear, like let's it. hear the like select. Um, well, to be honest, I hate chocolate ice cream. So the fact that that's your first choice really works out if we're eating our way toward the middle. So Maver number three, let's go have a drink. Maver number three, the winner put his balls up on the table. Got super, somehow got super specific and sexual with some ice cream flavors. Uh, (laughs) Taking a pass on Maver number two with like, you know, entrapping you with and Kipping going back to the web. Uh, Couldn't feel solid, it'd be a little scary. Uh, Maver number one, obviously, I I mean, he's about going to be eight drinks deep before it's about even like 1030 at night. So you want a little bit of company. All right, uh, well, you guys take this, uh, go down the street, have a drink, and... Wait, this means I have to come back to the show? I mean, All right. Yeah. <laughs> I God. Be careful, because Mabber 3 and you might have to take two separate cab rides down there, according to the, the in-flight travel that we have. No shit. All right, I'll hang on to the card. Great. It's high noon, motherfucker. Let's go. So let's leave it alone. Because we can't see eye to eye. There ain't no good guy. There ain't no bad guy. started out as rankism ice cream flavors and we just heard some fucking lunatics rank theirs uh they're at the bar they'll pop in and tell us what they think of each other soon but we still have a showdown to do guys and we're doing the three worst things about dating how long you been married most awesome oh this is great because i've been married for yeah you, you did a deep dive this is a deep dive this is a did deep, you, did you, deep did you, dive did you pull out some like high school just like like notebooks and diaries and just be like oh shit like what was it like to date i don't remember right exactly yes yeah. so if, if mine sound way outdated it's because i haven't been in the dating market for over 14 years i've my my <laughs> dr mrs the commission and i are coming up on our 10 year anniversary here but we dated a few years before that and uh Oof! This is uh, this is gonna not ring true to a lot of people listening. That's hilarious. At first, I want to say congratulations. After that, I want to start making fun of you. Just picturing you like uh, meeting people in chat rooms suck. It's just like, <laughs> yeah, you don't have to worry about that, bro. Uh, um, all right, I am sitting on a three-peat, looking for a four. I don't know if I've had a four. I might have had one four. You're the. First I think four. you have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had the first four. One but... four. You're the first four. Yeah. No one's had a five-peat though, right? No one's had a fiver. No one's had a fiver. Um, all right, buddy. Out of the gate, I'm going. Um, 
Picking up tabs. All right, relax. I'm a cheapskate. What do you want me to say? I'm not saying like, but here's the thing that happens. It's just like, no matter what, kind of out of the gate. Like, I'm I'm a gentleman. Like, if, you know, I'm asking you on a date, like, mm -hmm. no matter what, we're going on a date. We're having drinks. Like, I'll pick up the tab. I'm just saying like that can. And you want to have like two drinks to kind of get to know somebody. So you can sit there for you know, like 40 minutes. Uh, that's like usually around four to five drinks in my book, whatever they drink. Right, right. Sorry, but you're still like, you, you, you're dropping it around like $22, $23 on something that you, you kind of don't know if it's going to be a connection. And that's why like you, but you definitely have to like rank out that first date dinner. Back in the day, did you do any first date dinners or did you just like do drinks? Oh yeah. I mean, drinks was like the popular thing, right? Yeah. I'm just first date dinners are nightmare. It still is. That still sticks, brother. First date drinks are still a thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Good to know. Sure. Good to know. Yeah, uh, yeah. First date drinks is definitely like the like the well, and we didn't do a lot of. I don't remember doing like a lot of like coffee dates, like day dates. No, that no, was never no, a thing. No, but I think no. that's the thing now more. Isn't what it? are we in our late thirties? Right. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? But yeah, the the drink date was like the easiest one because then you could you could pull that ripcord pretty quickly. The oh, yeah. dinner date is like that is a commitment, mm. right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that yeah. is like okay. But you you, you probably had to have some sparks, or usually sparks at drinks then lead to dinner and to keep this party rolling right yeah i think so I, I think that first the first day is just like dinner is way too much pressure on both sides and it's just like there's nothing more excruciating than like sitting through like a dinner date and just like both sides know this ain't gonna work out right. you could just both be dis decent people so nobody wants to be a fucking asshole and just be like oh like oh let's just fucking get out of here but can I tell you? Can I tell oh, you? Oh, yes. Worst, I saw the worst, spark in your eye. Yeah. A worst, this reminded me. This just reminded me of a worst dinner date like scenario. So pre-date, Dr. Mrs. The Commish. Um, I was I was single, and obviously I was able to go out with other ladies. Um, but I took this one young lady out to, to dinner, and, uh, and we sat there, and we went to dinner. I think we went to, like, Chinese food. And mm. I'm, I'm ordering food, and then, like, I, fr I went on, like a, a like, a tangent on, like, how – basically like getting like egg rolls just like without like like chicken or pork is just like ridiculous like what are we eating went on this whole diatribe and then she was like um yeah i'm a vegetarian and i was like Ooh, Ooh. this is not going off on a stellar foot right now this is gonna be rough oh yeah yeah that's uh yeah the date and that's exactly what you get into and just kind of like that first date business like it's just like you just don't know dinner is i mean you know my Thing about eating in front eating of with people. people yes yeah, yes yeah, exactly but, it, but it's still like a little uh, all right what do you got for your number three brother uh number three i was gonna say uh losing their phone number on a cocktail napkin does that even <laughs> does that even happen anymore no sure. um i was gonna go like basically on the same point that you're having talking about like a, a real lack of chemistry like having to yeah. be in this room in a closed quarters and having like a real mixture of chemistry and trying to figure out that's always like a difficult kind of you know it's a difficult place to be into, but we, we touched on it. So we got we have basically the same number three. Yeah, uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, so I'll, I'll score those the same. Uh, I'm, I'm spending 18 more dollars than I want to, and you're talking to people 18 more minutes than you'd like. 18 to 18. I like uh, it. Going to our number two. Uh, also, remind me most also, I know we're up against it on this one because we got sure. that, uh, had those daters about to pop back in. But there was a time that uh, I was on a date, took a phone number down. Oh, as this is a story, I'll just tell it fucking real fast. Took the phone number down in my phone. She went to like kiss and hug me goodbye. We hugged. And then it's like I didn't save it because I didn't know what her name was. Oh, I, no. I meant to like ask her to try to figure it out. And then as we hugged, like it just kind of did the like deleted it off my phone. And so like also like I wrote a screenplay about it. It was called Valencia. Like, oh, there you go. There you go. Like, pretty excited. All right. So, um, so how's that? So when you forget the lady's name, right? And then you're like, my always sure. thing was like, so sure. wait. So when I was putting in the phone, I'm like, so how do you spell that again? And they're like, um, yeah. Susan, yeah. S-U-S-A-N. <laughs> yeah. Pretty straightforward. You know, the, the, the classic way. Oh, man. that Another, this wasn't a date, but I can't get, man, we got some war story. We need to start a new segment, just like Brandana war stories. Okay, there was, uh, watching the Final Four at like Fatso, was a bar I used to work at, and this like girl was like sitting on my lap watching the Final Four game. It was, uh, it was North Carolina versus KU back for that Final there Four. There you go. And it's just, I, I think, did I ever tell the story on the podcast? Anyway, like it was going really well, and like we were going to leave, and then she was just like, all you have to do is like just say my name. And I was like, I have no idea what the fuck it is. And then she just like, she left. All right, uh, uh, number pop two. quiz, hotshot. <laughs> Caught me off guard with that old, what I've been called my entire life. No clue. Uh, trying to hit on someone is my number two. Number two? I number like two. It. It's, it's just fucking awkward. Like, and there, right. there is a balance. Like, I'm not trying to get into, like, any shit. I'm not trying to wine scene somebody. But there is, like, it is not, like, 
to hit on someone, it takes a little bit of confidence. You don't have to be like aggressive. You don't have to be a fucking psychopath, but it is right. like, it's very nerve wracking. And there's just like, it's, you know, without a wedding ring, like it's impossible to tell if someone's dating somebody else. Like it's, it's hard. Like, I don't, I think we all are just like hardened a little bit also. So it's just like, why is a stranger talking to me? Like there's yeah. just, like, it's very like, like even like trying to make eye contact and you're like, you're staring, you look like a, like a creep. I'm, I'm not blaming anyone in this. Like I'm tired of talking to like People, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. It's just, right, it's, right, right, hard, right, right. it's hard to hit on someone that like just tickles your fancy. Right. So I got the story. I told this to Dr. Mrs. The Commission. She loves this type of stuff. So uh, I was out with a, at a work function and they brought one of their friends over along too. This is, this is like a work function. Not I shouldn't say work function. This is like a thing where like work people are together. And uh, I was talking to this guy and I was like, you know what? Like back in the day. Is this, like, I was is this a- last call sports call night? No, 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 not oh, last okay. call sports call night. No, no, no. Right, okay. uh, so we're all at an event. It's like a suit. It's like a fundraiser thing, and it's very let your hair down and have fun. So I'm out there, and I'm. Uh, I told her, my one of my co-workers buddies. I was like, you know, back in the day, I used to be an excellent wingman. And he's like, all right, prove it, man. And so like I went over, and he's like pointing over this table of four girls. Oof. It was rough trying to strike up a conversation with, oh, like, out of the blue. That sucks, like, too, because usually if you have nothing to lose, like, you're married, like, a uh, happy family. Like, there's just, like, yeah. you, can, you can keep it light. Like, you have no fucking, no skin in the game at all, but you're just, like, kind of just. Yeah, and I'm good I'm good on that. Like, I, yeah. it was not, it was just but when they're, like, unrelenting, not wanting to. Yeah, yeah. And then I have to save face in a whole bunch of front of people. And, like, I'm just, I got to get something out of this. Like, I yeah. got to get somebody to bring over here. But, no, not having it. So, my number two. After I share that embarrassing story, uh, sure. using using MapQuest to try and print up a map and find their apartment. <laughs> <laughs> nice no, I'm, timer. I'm I'm uh, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with all the dating apps. I I have you're obviously Brandana. We got some friends out there that have been in, in that you know more recent tech trend and uh, yeah, it just seems like arbit- It just seems like awful. It seems like there, there's so many different apps for like. Do I want to like be in a relationship, or do I just want to like hook up and and like one night stand everything? You know what I mean? Like it seems like a wild landscape to navigate. It is, it is, and I, and I think it's just like it's a little bit of I don't know. It's so there's just like a level of difficulty like on the game because I think a lot of people are maybe not like super honest about what they want. Like and it like it seems to just like balance out too. And there's like a big thing is like there's a lot of flaking involved also. And it's just right. it, I, I think it's weird to be in this interactive realm where people just kind of like fucking ghost and just disappear. And it, it just seems like it makes everything kind of seem like le- less important and less genuine. Like if you can be a conversation with somebody like mid conversation and just like they just they, for whatever reason and it's hard to not take that shit personally. I mean I right. I don't do any of this shit like you know for right. like a couple of years but I had been in the game and it's just like it's it's hard not to just kind of be like oh like we were in the middle of talking and then like it was going well and all of a sudden like whatever person this like they just fucking vanished and that just yeah this this ghosting thing like I don't I yeah. don't remember this being around like 14 years ago sure. but it's like but but uh, yeah I mean people just never called you back so maybe that's the same thing as ghosting but like it just seems like it's more on a on a way more aggressive like more active thing like. People yeah. will have like a couple dates and then just never hear from anybody again. Or, you know, I've heard of long term relationships and then people just ghosting. And I was like, the fuck? Like, That's what? Insane. It's insane to me. The other thing is, is I find I was going to have one of theirs. It's like actually like calling to ask somebody to, to go out to date. Do people even do that anymore? Or is it all just text? Like, does anyone pick up the phone and like actually go through the process of being like, hey, would you like to go out with me? Or they just want to like shoot a text like you want to hang and then like it's on from there. Yeah, I think there's a little bit, and I think that's what makes it a little less formal, which is why I think we see a little bit more ghosting or just, like, people not afraid to cancel or just not show up or blow people off just because it has become, like, super informal. And it is cool to – I mean, it's been a while, but it's, like, if I want to take somebody out, like, I would give them a call. Just right. kind of break up the monotony of it. It's just, like, you know, there's there's a little – it's a little threshold. It's a little step to be taken. It's just, like, you know, I call, you pick up the phone. I have to, like, get the words out of my mouth, and you say, like, yes or no. Like, I, Right. I and, yeah, and the the the, the excitement, the, the anticipation that leads up to it, like, if you're 26, like, you don't know this anymore. I yeah. remember that. I, I can remember going up to girls and, like, asking them out to date or go out on a date or go out to dinner or anything like that. And, like, it's fucking nerve-wracking. And it's, like, and especially it's, like, and I have had plenty of girls say no. Or I'm in, not really, or I'm in a, you know, in a relationship or something like that. And you're like, oh, my God, I can't believe I stepped out on that ledge. Mm-hmm. But that's, like, that's, that's, that, there's something in that. Like, you need that in life. You can't exactly. just, like, te- exactly. you know. Yeah, you know, exactly. Like, yeah, it's, it's like, it's, 
It's mean. It's just like kind of feels like it's not there. All right, but I'll give you the. Um, you told that embarrassing story. That's nice. Uh, struck out three <laughs> strikes. You're out. You're trying to be a wingman. I, I'm gonna give you a three for the three strikes, and then I'll uh, try to hit on someone. That means uh, look over them, look down, look over again, and fucking give up on it and buy another nine dollar cocktail. So nine points to me. Puts it at twenty seven to twenty one. Going to our top spot. You Ooh. want me to take the ball out? Or you want to do it, brother? Oh, I will. Uh, I'll take the ball out. Right. Uh, I'm gonna go uh, calling 411 to find a taxi for to send your date home after the morning after. <laughs> yeah, you're doing a and great that. job of giving us your faux like I'm old as fuck <laughs> ones. I'm really enjoying it. Really enjoying Good. it. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad. No, I was gonna go. This kind of segues into to the apps that I talked about. Really, what I'm talking about is like the it's when you swipe left is when you when you're when you're the swipe left thing of of dating right yeah. where it's like people are like yeah. people no longer from what i can read and tell and like i said my my younger brother is six years younger and he's single so he tells me the stories where it's like basically like basically people now when they're dating have kind of a, the eye on the horizon to make sure they're like well you're here now but i just got to keep my eyes open because there might be something better on the horizon and i i might want to jump quick you know jump ship quickly um and and that's I think that's problematic. I think like I think that's why you see like a lot of people cutting bait on relationships because part of uh, part of being in a relationship is having those small little kind of hurdles and things you have to get over. Now I'm not saying like you know you have to be worried about a, you know somebody like you know attacking you or hitting you or beating you or putting up with somebody who's a fucking asshole. But there are is you know we are people and we have our little differences and things like that. And you get sometimes you got to work through it. I mean it's not puppy dogs and ice cream every single day in the most awesome household. I mean, it's 99% of the time, but every once in a while we have a little, you know, we live a little, you know, disagreement and it's like, Oh, don't cut bait. Cause you have a disagreement, work it out. If it's worth it, work it out. Yeah. I feel what you're saying. And I think that's definitely like a part of the dating realm. I think it was, okay. So there's two things going on, right? It's just like now, People that are dating are like so accessible. You can be on a date and then like go use the bathroom and there's just like swipe through a bunch of other people that are like single also. So there's just kind of this, this unrealistic expectation that something is always better on the horizon. And now you have more access to it where I think when you were dating back in whenever, like the fucking 2005, late seventies, whenever, but it was just like, you know, it's just like you didn't have like, uh, like to get access to actual other human beings that were interested in dating. Like you had to go out and seek that. And now it's like on that fucking machine that's in all of our hands. So now like we have this unrealistic notion that it's just like, oh, like I can keep like screening and netting and just kind of like, like deducing down like all these things to find that perfect match for me. And it's, it's less about, it turns less about like what work do I have to do to be a good partner? And it's more of just this unrealistic, like, is that, where's that perfect partner at? I just need to keep searching. Like if there's things that don't line up and it's it ain't healthy for dating. Damn. I said right. Really right. Well. Right. Do I, do I have to grow at all? Do I have to change at all? Or do I just find somebody that can just fit my parameters? Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. There's a good study on, uh, I think it was the this American life. Just like, um, if you were dating everything, like actually finding the person perfect person you should rank that against the last one and then eventually just give up i think at person number six because like you don't want to toss the dice because if you had to leave that person and never get them back like what's the odds that like you know in a 10 set that like the three after that six or the four after that six would be better than like the people you've already like pitted against each other it's Ooh, an odd interesting thing. you know i have, I like to, go, I have to, I have to run through all my my dates and find out if i if I hit that six one on Doctor Mrs. the Commission, I think not. we all know you did, brother. There you we go. You did. There oh, that's you go. for you, Doctor Mrs. Commission. I know you're listening. I know you're listening. Congratulations. Uh, all right, buddy. I had uh, we're up against it. I had meeting the parents. Uh, it's just like it's like it's like a weird step. No one knows when to time it, and I'm just like uh, I. I don't, I don't mind myself in front of like parents, but it's like when you finally do take that step, like it's, it's just very, like you're very out of your comfort zone and territory. It's like, it's just, it's a very difficult next step. And it's exciting when you make it with that with someone, but it's still like, I always like my pet peeve are people that get way too comfortable in crowds. They don't know, like they just act like they're part of the gang and like nobody really knows them. And so like I overcompensate for that. So like on a lot of times, like meeting parents, I've been called like way too quiet or just like a wall flat and it kind of works against me, but I would rather do that than everyone's just like, this motherfucker is acting like he's been part of the family for like, like 15 years. Right. Like, right. This right. guy's insane. Yeah. So that's, and that's one of those things where it's like, you can bring it out of you 
but you can't oftentimes you can't reel that person back in and my and dr mrs the commission's got a huge family right she's got 21 first cousins so it's hard to cut through the noise like you got to be real loud so you just kind of you know you got to hang in the cut you got to stay where you're at you got to make you know put in your little wisecracks here and there you know kind of establish who you are a little bit but yeah i mean by by no means am i coming in there just like a bull in a china shop right out of the gate yeah, yeah, it's fucking okay, buddy. Uh, I'll score this. I'm gonna steal your four one one because uh, here's a four one one for you, brother. You've been out of the game for a long time, and I think you try to use app in your number two and your number one. Like it kind of got like muddy there, right in between. So I'm gonna give myself the victory at four hundred thirty four oh. points uh, to your twenty one. That is a four peep brother. And you know what? I'll be honest. Like uh, we're talking about dating. The next time we come with like just something that has to do with like babies or like or like raising an awesome family, then I obviously yeah. would have to give you the victory. So you get it. All right, buddy. Uh, yeah, college coming... savings plans. It's okay. All right, we're good. <laughs> All right, they're coming back in the office. Let's get an update on this. Beautiful. I love it. All right, guys. Back in studio for uh, we did a little dating game. Uh, you guys returned back. Thanks for hopping in. Number one, how much damage did we do on the card? I want to do the over-under. <laughs> I'm going to put it at uh, 23 $23. We over-under on that 20... credit card. Uh, yeah. uh... <laughs> you're like well you're like well over 123 right. right. no, $23 was the tip we guys. didn't go over but we did get fries yeah we did get curly fries we found it Ooh, odd did we say food I don't remember saying <laughs> food most often did the we re- say food yeah. how about this being odd like the restaurant only served curly fries that's their their only variety is that is that odd they only had curly fries. Well, only curly fries. Like, I don't yeah. remember sending you to a restaurant. Oh. I thought we said <laughs> the bar up the street. Like, where the, where the yeah. fuck are we going? She demanded food. Okay, that's good. That's good. Actually, it's probably like a little bit better atmosphere that we were just talking in the showdown about like kind of first hangouts, first dates being right. kind of around food, which can be like a little nerve wracking. Did you guys find that? I only felt something when I found out that there was only one type of fry, and that was mostly a disappointment. Okay. Really? So that you you don't like curly fries? Or? Um, that's not my favorite. Fry. I can't believe this didn't come up. Like it, on, know, it did. on the date, we're already 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 spat. It didn't come up because there was only one type of fry. Right. There this was a, no yeah. conversation wait, to wait. be had. That was the only option. Were you faking your love of those curly fries? <laughs> no, like, like I still ate the fries. Like they're still fries. Yeah, you still did right. eat them. I just, noticed they're that. They're still fries. So, just, <laughs> so it doesn't matter. But curly fries, not. Mabber's tab. Oh yeah, you're yeah, got for that. Boston fries. Boston fries. Did uh, you did you have to shove all the curly, curly fry in your mouth just to avoid bite, bite marks, not to set Danny off, just out of curiosity? I just want to know. Where do we sit on that situation? No, fries are good because they're individual. Of course, I'm not going to see your bite mark. I'm not going to fucking okay, that's good. Right. bite a fry in half. And then I'll real, eat. real fast, the last question, and then we'll kind of I do it. I ate them politely. There you oh, go. Like with a fork? <laughs> Did we bring up the ranking of ice cream flavors at all during and like did that answer come up like did was there any talk about like how you kind oh, of won how the competition I, how or, i won yeah that, oh no <laughs> well I, I i just like it could be like most awesome back me up here wouldn't a natural question be like hey do you really rank ice cream flavors based on like female anatomy like i feel like that would be like a fair right. question to ask oh, like, actually that didn't game. come up at all okay we, like literally talked about ice cream flavors yeah but it, I mean, it is weird that it didn't yeah i don't know i don't know i was as confused as you guys at, at home <laughs> listening Sorry, i'm like what I, like, I have priorities <laughs> all right i like you guys like, well let's uh let's ask the bernie question in everyone's minds uh we guys see each other again we she answered that question directly so oh, you asked she her? Said, no, 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 I, I didn't. Okay. She volunteered it very oh, nice. quickly. Okay. Right at the beginning, right before we got in the bar. She's okay. like, no, no, no. No, 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 Friendship. A budding <laughs> budding friendship. But, but, like that but, awesome. but this was never it's this weed. was never this was never a question. And be honest, like is so, but even like that's and that's the problem with first dates and dates in general. It's like yeah. so many of them you sit down on them and like how quick I mean, you knew on the way over, you're like, I'm probably not gonna like it's probably not gonna be a second date. I feel you know pretty quickly. How quickly are you like yeah. turned around in a date? You're like Wow, that that person really spun me around. Like so, I just that's, feel like that's I why it's so really hard. Get, I didn't really get to know you until we sat down at the bar. Right. 
I mean, we had a good time. And then time. she knew. And then she knew. Yeah, then she knew. Yeah. No, then. Well, she knows now. We'll, <laughs> we're, we'll leave it. We'll leave it. You know what, guys? I I hear a little bit here. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna fifty fifty ball this. Most awesome. I don't think I don't think the chapter's closed on this. You, guys <laughs> you know what? The the greatest love stories never start off just you know the love at first sight. Well, some do. Yeah. Actually, all of them do. Yeah. So yeah, no chance. The greatest love story started out with just like you know what chocolate ice cream I reminds think me this. of. Okay. I think this. Hold on. I think I've really gotten to know uh, my friend Danny here, and I think that maybe we can find him a lady. So based on what I've learned about him tonight, I maybe we could reverse this game and he could be the bachelor. And the this this is such bullshit. I signed up for I a like thing it. that was I like, like I knew I'd just be this on one parlay. thing, and I then might it's like, have a oh, few come back, and now it's just like, oh, you know? keep. Well, okay, so, so there's a lot of things going on right now. Like, Dana's getting his heart broken. She's forcing herself into future episodes. There's a lot. Of, we just got to digest right, a lot. Exactly. A lot of, yeah, a lot of, just to a be lot clear, of this right is a fucking sports show, right? All right, guys. Well, thanks for uh, blowing up that credit card and being great participants. Really appreciate it. Let's go ahead and jump into, uh, let's close this motherfucker down. You want to do that, brother? Let's do it. Let's hit him, let's hit him with the uh, MVPs there. All right, brother, uh, we are overstaying our welcome to this hour of power, but it has been our Valentine's Day episode. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Uh, MVP of the week's real fast, brother. I'll come out of the gate. They, I, I looked for the name. I didn't get it. Did you hear about this Denver trail runner in Colorado that killed a mountain lion with his bare hands? Uh, yes, fucking choked this beast choked out. <laughs> choked him out. I got to set the odds at, you know, 10 to 1 with mountain lions versus, like, Colorado joggers. Uh, I'm glad he came up on the right end of it, just took care of business, got jumped from behind, and just choked him out. MVP of the week, right? God. MVP. That guy's fucking bare grills in it out there. Um, I'm going to go with uh, someone less violent. I'm going to go with uh, Luke Haggerty. He's a 37-year-old in his late 30s. I don't know when he was last in his uh, last dating, but uh, Luke is out there because he's getting his second chance at baseball. He's been out of the league for 12 years or minor leagues and uh, he was a top prospect drafted by the Cubs, had Tommy John surgery, and we talked about early in the top of the episode, yips, got the pitching yips, Brandana. Mm. Mm. And uh, after 12 years, brought it back, signed originally, or signed back with the team that originally drafted him, the Cubs, uh, throwing 99 on the gun. Ooh. Coming with that heat at heat, 37, bro. just like me at 39 oh, and, and a half, bringing that heat. I like it, brother. I like it. Guys, this has been... The most awesome and Brandana Sports Podcast. Guys, shoot us an email at mabsportspodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you think about the new segment. Hit us up with Mad Degrees of Separation. What do you got? Like your Oscar picks. What's going on? Just you want to come on the pod. Anything you need, hit us up on that Mabby Hour. It's all alive, guys. We are here. We do this for you. We are going to be one year old in two weeks. Send us a little thank you or your thoughts or get on the air. Holla at us. Guys, um... A lot of exciting things coming up anywhere. I am Brandana. Why don't you sign yourself off? Most awesome. I'm Mabuwine. If you want it, I've got it. Baby, just listen. My podcast. Runway, style, fame, she likes fashion.